0: Today on Training Group Live, match management is the topic we discussed this week, and there are a lot of things to think about. Ben Steger, Jason Bradley, and I break down, how should you prepare for a match, and what should you be taking away from the matchbook? We also talk about first stage jitters and some perspective if things don't start out as you'd hoped. After the paywall, we continue the conversation of match strategy. Should you want to know the scores? Should you push? What does pushing look like? should you throttle back a bit, and much more.
1: Welcome to Training Group Live, your home for all things practical shooting. So make ready, it's time to train.
0: Welcome to Training Group Live. Today we have a special treat. A man that needs no introduction. Maybe a little bit of an introduction. Jason Bradley. Hello. Yeah, you have to say hi, because this is awesome. Audio only. They won't see your gang signs and stuff. And Mr. Ben Steger <laughs> is joining us as well. Hello. we right. group. So today, I brought you guys a topic. I want to talk. This is going to be Match Management 101, maybe more or less. So how to behave, like how to get ready for the match, maybe things to think about, how to behave, hopefully, while you're at the match. And, uh, you know, there's actually, I think, quite a bit that goes into this. So... I picked you two guys because Ben is a multi-time national champion and a world champion. And Jason, I think it's fair to say, is possibly a future national champion.
1: Can it, Well, I'll say this. If Jason has a strength, it is, and you'd agree with this, Jason, it is the mental management, match management, the training. Like, your game's on point for all those things because, um, I don't I want to be respectful. Like you're 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 coming up in your forties. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Right. And getting getting near the, the well, you're getting at the, the, the pinnacle. So so I would say it's fair, right? Like your strength is this sort of thing.
2: Um, that's debatable. Um, come on, I,
1: you've been on the super squad and you you've watched how a lot of those guys
2: are. I've actually never been on the super squad. You haven't? No. Oh I you'll be to, we'll I, be
1: next year yeah, and you'll see. Yeah. But I'll like, well, I'll tell you then as far as being like sorted out as a shooter, like you are, there's other guys I know where it's like, Hey, that guy needs a keeper or Hey, that guy needs someone to kick his ass in a specific way in training. When I wouldn't look at Jason and say, Oh, he, he doesn't understand like how to prep for a match or how to train properly. I wouldn't say that about you.
2: And I would agree with
0: that part. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Uh, I shot a a section match where Jason was in my squad this year that comes to mind. Jason rolls through in Clean's house against some very noteworthy uh, competition. And it was kind of like I thought about it at the end and I was like, man, it wasn't like he was just lighting everything on fire. There was like no highs, no lows. He just rolls through and shoots everything. And it was just like it was uneventful for him, I in mean, my opinion. He just like rolls through and shoots all the targets and is like murdering these stages but it's not uh we're just like oh I'll just i'll just roll through and win this match so anyway well, thank you guys you. i think you're both yeah heavy hitters in this regard so uh let's let's like how do you prepare for a match i think is a good place to start because you know people like oh what am i supposed to do before the match and then maybe they get the match book, whatever like what should that look like how do you guys like in a nutshell what should your training be like leaning up to a match
1: well, i one. would say i mean you've got a little a little cheat sheet for us here joel and i think it's a pretty good one uh you've got on here hey should i be working on new skills no you i mean before a big match it's not a time to work on new skills uh it's a time to make sure like everything's working properly it's where you take out your match gun which hopefully you have if you're serious you do you take out the match gun you shoot that one uh you, and you're doing practice sessions where you're just shooting consistently and you're kind of performing to, and, you know, and maybe even focusing on accuracy, depending on your temperament. For a lot of people, they should focus on accuracy.
0: Yeah. yeah I, uh, I agree. Good. What we're going to say, Jason, well, well, are you I... like, are you pushing it all? Are you trying to like learn anything new? It's just like, just shoot stuff. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I'm.
2: Um, I don't know what the number would be uh, for me. It would probably be a week or two, two weeks out. I think that's kind of the normal I've always heard from Ben and the other guys. Uh, you you kind of start focusing on um, getting in that mode that this is a match. And I'm now I'm just trying to get the points and, and accuracy and execution, not trying to build new skill. I'm not trying to get better at uh, my reloads two weeks out. So, yeah, um, focusing on execution and um, doing it right. Yeah, well, it, it, like, it's almost a skill build. Uh, it's not a skill builder, a confidence building time too. You want to go out there and, if you think you can, if you know what might be in the match, or you know this match has a flavor, or um, maybe there's going to be this shot that you've seen. Well, and then you go out and practice it, and then you, uh, you know, it's not that you're practicing what you will see in the match, but at the same time. If you know there's going to be prone, maybe you go out there and do some prone. Which you? I don't know anyone that practices prone year round. So, but um, for the most part, it's works on work on getting in that mindset that this now you're in the match, you're in yeah. the match mindset.
0: Well, I don't even have a timer with me. Let's say a couple weeks. Let's just look at the times. It's just a start start signal. I don't get spun up about how long stuff takes. I just set up targets, just shoot them.
1: Well, um, and we can t- and. Yeah, and the reason that we're all kind of I think in the same place on this is like you notice when you go to a match, uh, like you go shoot a section match with your the, the same guys you know or whatever, you notice that your times don't really change a whole lot, uh, you know it's it's you're gonna if you're a fast guy you're gonna lay down fast times that's just the way it is, uh, but the points are, can be, <laughs> <laughs> they can be uh, dramatically different.
0: Yeah. You know? So does getting the match book change any of your training at all i mean i'm guessing you guys when you see the matchbook and I mean, you have got this stage and it looks like it's got some activators i'm guessing you're gonna like look at the matchbook and then set up everything as close as you can to try to recreate well, no, every I mean, stage right
1: a matchbook can change things it shouldn't change things but it can if it's if it points to you like hey there's prone shooting hey there's a 50 yard standard stage uh hey there's tons of no sh- like no shoots or whatever, like if it if it gives you insight into specific points you might want to train on, like if there's a weekend stage and you have a mission or if you look at it and there's no weekend stage, there's no strong hand stage, you know, now yeah. you just like, all right, I'm not doing any single hand practice for the next couple of weeks. I'm just going to shoot, you know, two handed.
0: Totally. Or if you saw a bunch of unloaded starts, hey, maybe it's not a bad idea to do a couple of those. Yeah,
1: then I'll just drag a barrel out for my practice, and I'll load my gun off the barrel instead of starting from the holster. Mm-hmm. easy.
0: Yeah, and then, like, if you see a classifier in a match... So I'm going to this match, and there's going to be El Prez. I'm not going to necessarily like set up El Prez to see if I can lay down the, the highest hit factor, because if I'm going to an area match, I'm not trying to set a new high hit factor on a classifier. But... If it's something like um, what's the for this day, like the the tuxedo and then the stronghand weekend, I might set that up just to work on the skills, but not so much for the percentage of like looking at my percentages to see what this does to my classification system. If you guys think that's fair?
2: Yeah, I, jump, I, I wouldn't set there, up. Jason. I wouldn't set up that classifier but that one you're talking about that's got the skunk and I think there's a partial right with mm-hmm. no shoot. I would set up something in training where I had a skunk and I our tuxedo and I had a uh, partial with the no shoot no shoot set up like that. And I would work those targets into my practice because for me, in my mind, that target is that target. Um, yeah, I mean, you can work on coming off, um, in that classifier, I don't remember exactly the order, and it doesn't really matter. But if you have to come off the tuxedo to the partial, yet you can work on that too. Um, but I just set those things up. The other thing I would set up um, is back to the the previous thing is is trying to just reinforce the confidence. Is um, something I learned in probably the first time I took a class with Ben was um, I would just get my mind wrapped around the fact that it's not really any slower to do it correctly. You want <laughs> to just blast through it. Oh, That's You're deep. saying so
1: much there, Jason. This, yeah. It's not slower to do it correctly.
2: It, it, but if you boring. just make sure you get the appropriate, let's just say sight picture, and you do the appropriate trigger pull, I mean, yes, if you do it 10 times in a row, some of them are going to be a little bit off on time. Some may be faster. Some technically may be more time on the clock. So then someone would see that and go, well, it's slower to do it that way. That's not what I'm talking about. But you rushing, rushing... It, it, I would just make sure that I would not I'd get rid of the urge to rush and then I would prove it to myself. See, that was not any slower.
0: Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, okay. So you're trained Good up. To rush.
1: Good way of putting it, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, you trained up, you get to the match. I, don't, I think people have different theories oh, wait, about no, what the first. I, I, sorry.
1: I should mention, I did put up together a video a while back about the last practice session before a big match. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maybe you want to link that in the show notes. I don't know, Joel. If oh, people that want to watch like, it.
0: that seems like a smart thing to do. Yeah. I will All link right. that. Uh, yes. That was actually really good. Okay. Uh, so you get to the match. It's time for the first stage. You're, you know, whatever. Done your walkthrough. You know, you're going to be shooting shortly. What is, I mean, like the first stage, I feel like some people, they get really nervous. They fall apart. Some people try to win the match on the first stage. Um, Some people think like, oh, I'll just really ease into it. Like, what would you guys say? How should you be behaving on the first stage? I feel like people are scattered all over the place on that. You mean to go first? Yeah, go for it, man. Okay. So um, I would approach it like it's...
2: I'm going to say I would approach it like it's any other stage. It's hard to do that. I mean, let's be honest. The first stage of the match, I mean everybody would probably if they're being honest would probably say okay after two or three stages maybe i feel a little bit more calm calm down for sure however you need to get to the place um, where you can shoot a first stage and 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 be relatively calm and and i don't know if calm is the right word but not be overly uh, nervous and i'm going to use the word nervous not anxious or not excited um, you know, this is a match you want to do good. Um, so that puts your excitement levels go up. If you start thinking of it in terms of nervousness, then maybe you're thinking of screwing up and make making mistakes. So I try not to think of it that way. I tell myself I've shot a first stage of a match before. This is not the first time I've ever shot the first stage. And my name being Bradley, uh, like at nationals, I said, dude, you're going to be first. Your last name's mm-hmm. Bradley. You're going to yeah. be first. And I had already thought about that days and weeks before i was already getting my mind in that um that meant that my man i was getting my mentality uh, ready for that or my, my my i can't talk but whatever and um
0: you're mentally preparing it, yourself yeah i, I was it.
2: mentally preparing myself for that and so when of course that's exactly what happened and i walked the stage and i said all right you, yeah you're excited but excitement is going to help you do this it's going to help you go better our go, you know, I don't want to say go faster. I'm so worried about using the terms faster and slower because people think of it in the wrong way. Um, But the um, excitement is good. This is actually what you want. You're here. You've been practicing to do this. You, shocker, you've been practicing to go shoot a match. Mm -hmm. So now you're at the match. So this is what you've been practicing for. And so um, I tell myself that I can do this. I've got this, I've got a my own little uh, talk through when I walk a stage and I'm like now walking as the person on deck and then uh, I'm in the hole and then I'm the shooter. Um, I, you know, I tell myself, Hey, I can, you can do this. I literally say those words. It's like, you got this, you got this. Cause it, it's not, it's not nothing I can't do mm-hmm. now my level may be different from somebody else's level, either above me or below me. So you have to kind of be aware of that, but I just take that and I, I, I get rid of all the negativity from any excitement that I would feel. And so I don't try to lay up and I don't try to push. So I try to just execute and I think of it in those terms. And I think of, you know, you always heard the mental management stuff, the process, and I just focus on my process of execution.
0: All right, Ben, I'm gonna put the question to you a little bit different. You are, you're Ben, So, people watching you shoot, they expect magic. You're going to this match. There's all this pressure. And that could be you being you, or maybe you're a B class guy who's like going to win, you know, like the heavy hitter at your club in B class or A class or whatever. Like, what would you say to that person?
1: Well, I think one thing that you should do, especially at a big match, is look around and you notice how many other people are nervous too. It's going to be like you bring that there with you because you care about doing well. Everyone else cares about doing well. Everyone else is kind of battling their emotions in in a sense, but I mean, just recognizing that other people are doing that too. And that it's kind of, it's, it's not all in your head. It's a physiological thing, but then like understanding it and learning to deal with it and then learning to practice for it. uh, That's really what you need to do. And, And again, like I said, notice everyone has the same problem. Like this is why we're talking about the first stage issue. All right, so then the tools I like to use for practice is it's like, hey, your first bullets out of the gun when you go shoot in practice, you can make that your cold shooting. You can build you can build up your cold shooting ability by going and truly testing yourself cold, making it matter, and not giving yourself throwaway runs. And that can really help you.
0: hmm Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. Like, for me, being honest, I've... <laughs> I've had experiences both ways where I've decided I'm going to go in for the kill and win the match in the first stage. That didn't turn out very well, as you might imagine. And uh, just going too slow, like, you know, shooting like a wimp or whatever, shooting like a coward, I suppose. Uh, that's not a good plan either because you look in your three or four seconds off the pace and, you know, like it just, it's not, it's not beneficial. So um, I was actually, it came to mind. Uh, it was a match I shot just this last year where, I mean, like I'm, fairly well trained up i'm feeling strong and uh, i'm midway down the order and it's it's the first stage of this match that i want to do well at there's heavy enough hitters there i'm not going to win my division but i want to do really well and uh i can like literally hear my heart beating as i'm making ready and i'm like i know all this <laughs> stuff I'm, like man i'm like just calm down i'm like i literally hear my heart like thump 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 in my, in my i've got ear pro and whatever i can hear my heart beating and it's some difficult shooting i'm like man just hit the targets like, this is reactive shooting. This will be a little predictive shooting. Be careful here. I'm like, just relax. And then I kind of spend that time, like, making ready. Just calm down. Take my time. Carefully load the gun. You know, chamber check, decock, whatever your thing, whatever you, you know, visualize your whatever you're going to do. And then, like, I just shot the targets. I didn't try to win anything. I didn't try to shoot like a wuss. I just shot the targets. Uh, When I, like, unload show clear, I knew with certainty exactly where every round went. And it was It was, like, actually kind of high-difficulty shooting, I suppose. But I just shot it, and I walk off it, and it was, like, it was a stage win. And I—that was, like, at the time when I shot it, I'm like, man, it was just comfortable. I'm happy with that. It wasn't anything spectacular. To me, it was just—it was just okay shooting. But, like, I, I know I can't trust my feelings of fast, slow, whatever. So, like, if I go to the match, like, just shoot the stuff. Just think about the things I need to be doing. Everyone else is nervous, too. Try to calm down.
2: Was that your first stage of that match?
0: That was the first stage of that match.
2: Did you take that after you tried that and it worked out for you? Did you take that the rest of that with the for the rest of the match with you? Absolutely. Yeah. And it worked out pretty well, probably.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, like a little bit of a tangent, I suppose. I don't trust my perception of time at all. Like even now today. I mean, I might feel like I'm really shooting with a lot of control and I really feel like, man, this is probably pretty slow, but I'm. I know where the bullets are going and then you watch it on video and it wasn't really very slow. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys have ever had those moments or not all the time. Uh, Yeah.
2: I, I, this last year um, I've kind of gotten to the point to where I'm, I'm not even really observing the time. I'm just, I'm in the moment it's happening, whatever's happening. There's no process of, Hey, this is going fast or Hey, this is going slow. That never jumps into my mind. I never have that thought. I didn't this last year. I've had that before. Um, if I have to shoot a makeup on a piece of steel, that's just instant a reaction. That's just an instant reaction. There's no, just, there's no, um, pro- uh, contemplating what happened or what went wrong or now that's costing me. It just, um, I'm on autopilot and I'm, uh, I'm just sitting in the, the chair watching this play out.
0: That's really good. I like yeah. that. I mean, that's, that's what I,
2: yeah. And it's, it's a great feeling. And then, when the stage is over, I immediately know that was really good. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, I'm you're... not saying you don't have you're not gonna have a, a a perfect you're not gonna have a perfect match where there's gonna be times where you have something that didn't go like you would have liked it. Mm-hmm. So you immediately will also know that, right? <laughs> I mean, but but <laughs> yes. the goal the goal is to be done and just have that confidence and it's um it's kind of like almost like another automatic feeling where that went pretty well
0: i'll take it uh well obviously i gave you a success story but there's been stories that my first stage didn't go as planned what would you guys say you shoot your first stage for whatever reason you push one into no shoot uh you have a bad draw you fumble your reload whatever it's a couple seconds off the pace you're irritated you know you walk through you get your score whatever there's a bunch of stages left it's a little bit too early to pack up and go home what would you guys say to that person, uh, Ben? I'll kick it to you first.
1: Well, remind yourself that you that you're shooting an entire match. You're not just shooting one stage, and you know everybody looks at their match aggregate and has a couple stages they wish they could take back. And it's just you just got one of those up first, mm-hmm. so uh, you know nothing to worry about. Quite honestly.
2: Yeah. So it's all
1: about perspective.
2: I'm going to give. Um... I would, I think is one of, it's huge. So before nationals last year, I was listening to um, PSAD podcast (laughs) and y'all were talking about single stack nationals and Ben says, let me look, let me look at the results. And you hear him clicking away and he says, who won that? And he goes, okay, Rob Latham won it. He goes, let me look at Rob's stages. And he goes, yep, there's a stage. I guarantee you Rob would have, would, would kill to have back. Like Rob would do anything to have that stage back. And there was probably been more than one. And he said, he said what he just said. He said this, uh, it's over a match. And this was the same topic. He said, you know, you're shooting an entire match. You're going, everyone, the the winner is going to have a stage that was horrible or potentially horrible. Yeah. And so you just have to move on. You literally have to let that go right then and there. If you want to take a second to where, I don't know, do what, do your trick, whatever you got to do, throw something, cuss. I don't, it doesn't matter. But the moment, you don't take it to the next stage and you need to get rid of it soon. So you can start preparing for or either preparing for the next stage or just decompressing to where you're not, you know, hyped up. So. Yeah. And another Uh, thing I thought about was, but um, another person won a national championship that had like five mics or five, no shoots or five mics and a no shoot. I don't remember what it was on a classifier and they still won the the national championship. It was like a production like two or three years ago. So. I just remember that too. I
0: was you can like, have
1: horrendous stages yes. and win.
0: Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, talk about pack up and go home. I had one match the first stage was so. I'm like, man, there's just no point. Like, I'm wasting ammo. There's no reason to even be here. And, like, if I could talk to that guy from several years ago, that version of me, like, what are you thinking, you idiot? Like, don't pack up and go home. It's okay. Be irritated for a little bit, like what you guys are saying. Move on. Um, but when you're in the moment so much, it's easier said than done, I think. So, um, yeah, yeah. Can like, I say, yeah, please. Two more
2: things. So, I shoot a lot of matches with my buddy Jared, and Jared has had to talk me off the ledge before. So y'all were giving me kind of props, and I was like, oh. I mean, I think last year was a good year for me. I did what I think I was in that 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 zone. But Jared's had to talk me <laughs> off the ledge before. Two, if you if you don't have, so I would say, squad with people that are there that are going to help you out. Um, and if you don't have someone like that, think of it in the sense of how would I advise someone that is my friend or my loved one in a situation like this? They're melting down. Uh so it's one of them deals where is you know, we always give better advice to people than we give to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you you're over there throwing stuff, but you wouldn't tell your child if you're trying to bring them up in the sport, hey, you gotta let that go. Now, you know, they blow a stage, you could say, now you just had a horrible stage. Now is the time to where you work on having a horrible stage and coming back and still winning it. Cause that's going to happen to you. You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to go. That was bad. And I've now got to climb out of that and still come back. I mean, it's the, you know, New England Patriots two or three years ago, down 21 to three, two minutes left in the third quarter. And Tom Brady didn't stop. And that was when he won his like sixth Super Bowl or something. So, Think of it that way. Surround yourself with people that you that will bring you up, that'll keep you um, in a good place. And then, if you don't have that person, um, be that person for somebody else. But if you don't have that person, um, think of it. How would I advise someone else, like my child, or my brother, or my wife, or girlfriend, or husband, or whatever? I wouldn't give them, hey, yeah, go over there and throw shit. Yeah, that's what you need to do. <laughs> go there and throw, Go over there and throw a fit. You wouldn't do that. You tell, them, hey. OK, you've thrown you've cussed a few times now get back on track and now focus on finishing the rest of the match strong and winning or just performing, executing, you know, we're yeah. going to get into what you should be thinking about here in probably a few minutes anyways.
0: Oh, we are. Oh, one last thing uh, that I want to bring up is I think your expectations This is a good time to have your expectations in check, because if you go to a match and there's like, you know, heavy hitters, whatever that means to you, other people in B class, other people, other GM, whatever. And you, you like, you go there and you think you're going to like, you're going to throw down on the first stage or something, or you think you're going to, you know, whatever that is. Uh, I remember <laughs> I was shooting a match with a, a friend and I could tell, I mean, it wasn't like he was going to cry, but I could tell he was pretty upset. And like, he thought he was really going to put the hurting on me, I think, or something. Because like, I beat him by a bit on the stage. So I'm like, yeah, you, like, you weren't going to beat me on the stage. And it was just like, in his, like, in his mind, he kind of had it built up where like he thought something that so it was kind of like unrealistic expectations. And so I think just being like, Hey, like, it's okay. I'm not going to have, maybe this isn't going to be my best stage. Yeah. That person, like if I shoot against Jason, Jason's probably going to like work me over in time. That just might happen. Like, Oh, well I've got the rest of the match to, you know, whatever. But um, it's like, whatever, like what you're saying, whatever you have to use to calm yourself down, but don't get too spun up over that. Cause like, there's a lot left to do. Um,
2: another thing, uh, I think it was in match mentality. Ben's like, um, I knew that these guys were faster than me. I knew me trying to match their times and beat them on times was not my game. So I knew my game was execution and points. And so that's what I did. And that worked out pretty well a few times. So you got to get your mind, right? You got to get your expectations, right? Another thing is you can't watch this guy over here that's Speedy Gonzalez uh, you can't let that affect you. You probably don't need to watch people shoot unless it's a watching. I don't watch anyone shoot right now. Uh, that may change next year in the, or this year, I guess, in the super squad. Uh, it might not probably right now, if I was doing it tomorrow, I would not be watching people shoot unless it was an activator sequence that I wanted to get the time down on. So get your expectations, right? Don't get caught up in this guy's fast and he's, and I got to beat him by a second on the stage to be in
0: it. Cause that won't win well. I like it. Uh, well, there's a lot more to talk about other than just first the first stage of the match, but
1: oh, but you're going to paywall this, aren't you?
0: This is my corporate duty to do the paywall thing. Oh no! <laughs> but wait, there's more.
1: <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah.
0: Welcome back. Sitting down with Ben and Jason still. And uh, we promised. We said, but wait, there's more. And now it's time for the more part. So it's time to tell me more, guys. Uh, you're in the match. You're shooting. Things are going maybe better, maybe worse. Whatever. Uh, let's talk about match strategy. And I think something that like people really have a lot of different answers on are... Well, Jason just said it.
1: He's like, hey, you come up with a plan.
0: Yeah. yeah. This is
1: true. If the plan is don't watch other people shoot, shoot consistently, and that's it. Then that's the plan.
0: No, for sure. Do you guys, I mean, should people want to know the scores? Should they not want to know the scores? Well, if your plan is like
1: Jason's plan, I think Jason has a pretty good plan. Came second at Carry Optics Nationals last year, implementing the don't watch other people shoot, do what you know how to do plan. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if... If you have that plan, if that's your plan, which I think that's the best plan for most people, then knowing the scores does not help you. It really doesn't.
0: I agree. I went for many years, you,
1: but it's not going to help.
2: You know, if I could, so 2018, I think it was area three, um, it was, I was a shooting a match
0: stage. Oh, sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I said area three. I couldn't help myself. I'm quite. sorry.
2: Not area three, area four. Oh, okay. I think it was 2018 Area 4. I'm shooting first day. I'm shooting pretty good. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to pay attention to the scores. I wasn't going to look. So I went home, um, and um, I-, I see something on Facebook that they threw a stage out. So I was like, well, okay, I'll go look to see which stage it was and how I did on that stage to see if it helped or hurt me. Well, you can't do that without seeing the scores. So I had seen the scores, and I seen that I was actually doing pretty well close to – first place i was in third place i was in second place but a a guy named wansick was in front of me okay so i stayed up all night dude thinking oh my god dude you're gonna, you can win this like if you just shoot really good and maybe get catch a break you might actually win area four i had been shooting for like a year okay that was my Mm -hmm. literally yeah so first full i don't remember if it was my first or second year but i had been shooting no more than a a year Um, and i couldn't go to sleep because (laughs) i was excited and then I get back to the match and so, you know, people started coming, Hey man, you're in second place, you know? And I was just like, Oh man, I think I had four stages left. They didn't go well. Um, and, um, second place became third place. So.
0: And <laughs> what is it that you say? Like, regardless if you want to know the score or not, somebody's going to tell you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just if, if you get into a certain position, yeah, someone's going to tell you. And, um, at a na- at, like on a national level, uh, to, to be winning nationals consistently, you're going to be tracking scores and adjusting strategy, which means you have to learn to know the scores and sort of accept all that.
2: Yeah. Well, people want to come up to you if you're doing well and say, man, you're doing, you're right here. Like I had somebody come up to me at nationals last year. Luckily I was, I was actually going to the porta potty and I, so I didn't actually have time, but they were, as I was walking away, they're like, they, they yelled and it was something like, man, you're, you're effing killing it or something. I just, Kind of tuned it out. I was able to act like I didn't hear it, um, and it was the it was the right before the, the start of the third day. And um, if I had, I been over there to talk to him, I guarantee I, he would have told me where I was at. So he'd have been like, blah 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 blah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't even to this day, I don't even know what place I was in at that time. Um, I didn't know anything until after the match. And I look at my phone and ben, I get a message from Ben, and Ben's like, "Dude, you're holding strong," and and I still had like two <laughs> stages left, and I go. <laughs> I put the phone down. I said yeah. not looking at the phone again. <laughs> after, after the match, people are coming up to me and like, "Dude, you're going to be top 3." Like right now it's between you and Max and Max is, you know, he's not done yet. And of course then he come out and he kicked my ass, but um it wasn't very close, but um I was like, "bull, oh, there's no way." I was like, "maybe top 5." I knew I was shooting good, so I knew I was going to be there. But um this next year 21, um you know, I I don't really want to talk about it, but I I can't imagine being on the super squad people are not going to talk about it in the AM uh, before or in you know before the match starts. So I'm going to have to kind of get used to it and and that's You're something have else You to to used yourself. to
1: watching them shoot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: you have to you'll see the mover timings and you'll see the strategies. But you have to watch very clinically, not, you know, yep. not race mode.
0: Yep. Uh, so I was always the guy that didn't want to know the score. I don't care, don't know. Like I'll refresh the app after the practice score, after the match is over, and find out. Uh, one bad thing that this did, or that I, I just didn't realize was happening, was that I would assume the worst about a mistake that happened. So I would assume. This one no shoot I had on the stage, man, that was like 500 match points for that one no shoot, you know, and I'm I'm like, I'm exaggerating, but not really, you know, and I'm like, man, that was that cost me a lot. And I, you know, I, uh, I thought things cost a lot more than they did. I was a couple seconds off here. That definitely cost me a lot of match points the time. Like, I don't even know how much it's just a lot. And uh, so I think that is the only negative part that I've personally encountered with not knowing the scores was then once I'd see stuff, I'd look at the scores, you know, just kind of matter of fact, I'm like, Oh oh, yeah. I mean, that wasn't great that I hit that no shoot, but it's not like I'm in last place now. Yeah. Um, But I, I don't know. I, I actually like knowing the scores now. um, Because if anything, I'm just kind of like, I don't have, my mind doesn't have to wonder. Uh, I guess where I'm at now in my shooting where I now I just like, yeah, if I know the scores or if we're in a match where they're constantly refreshing the, the scores i don't necessarily do anything with that information but i just kind of then my mind doesn't have to wonder i just kind of know and i feel like a lot of that's personality dependent i don't know if you guys have a take on that or not some people need to know and some people probably shouldn't know
1: well yeah as as all things are it's personality dependent but the important thing is to kind of know how you react like if you have a real negative reaction to looking at scores once like stop doing it Mm -hmm. you know like or if it doesn't matter, then yeah, kind of soak it in. You know what I mean? If it's not negatively affecting you, then don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, go ahead. We're gonna say something, Jason.
2: No. Um, what are you gonna do if you're if you're if you're there? And let's go back back to the part we were talking before the paywall. Um, your expectations need to be in check. So, mm-hmm. uh, Joel, you and I have talked about this. I think Ben and I have talked about this. I know Jared and yeah. I and the guys have talked about this. You see people get mad about something because they didn't hundo a classifier. Well, have you, been, have you been practicing? Now, if you've been practicing and you didn't hundo it, maybe you're mad because you've done it in practice. I, okay. But um, if, you're, if, you're check the score, if you check the scores and not in between the match or in between stages and you're not winning, what are you going to do? You're going to try harder?
0: Yeah, you're already doing your best.
2: I mean, you should already be executing where you can, you know, in, in that match setting. Um, so if you try harder, that may work out, but it may not until you really work at that. Now, like Ben can probably do that on demand. Hey, I'm really going to go. I'm probably going to go turn to afterburners on this stage, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little bit more than I normally would if this was the first stage or the first day. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to speak for Ben, but I bet Ben can do that more than the average shooter can.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, Well, I'm glad you brought that up. That's the next thing I want to talk about is when you should push. What does pushing look like? Should you even push? I feel like this is a conversation where people like to talk about it.
1: Okay, if pushing to you, yeah, people like to talk about it. Most people can't do it. If pushing to you means, hey, go faster, that's not what we're talking about.
0: Okay, explain what you mean by that, Ben. It's not like your volume; so you just turn shooting, it to like,
1: yeah. If like, you're shooting at a level, or like whatever level you're at, and then you get in here and hammer hey, to push on this one, and that just it means it's the idea is as simple as hey, go faster. You're probably going to have some pretty negative consequences from that, you know. Whereas if pushing means something specific, like hey, this this you know, array of targets I'm going to shoot while I move. I'm going to shoot these confirmation two instead of confirmation three. Now that's specific and it's, it's going to give me a faster time on those targets. Um, And it's like a, you know what I mean? It's measurable. Like Mm -hmm. I'm taking a risk it's measured and I'm pushing it, but in a specific way as opposed to, Hey, go faster. Hey, just shoot fast. That's usually not a good idea.
0: Then the next thing you know, it's like confirmation one on every target. Or they do something crazy like that, where it's just like... They just
2: yeah. it, they just dumpster it, fire it, usually. It, it, they d- I would admit, I'd say this because this is how my mind would work. Um, a couple years ago, pushing would have meant... It would have been an undefinable term. If you would have said, what <laughs> do you mean by push? I don't know. I just know I'm am- more amped up, and I'm going to be more jacked on this stage right now. Like, hold my beer, because it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't get- know what any of this means, but yeah, because you... I was talking to somebody about double taps and they're like no double taps you got to double tap because you know it's it's all about time and I was like well what happens to double tap um, you, you decide you're going to take you, you decide you've got a good sight picture which that in itself sometimes for you to actually consciously think that that through that I now have a good sight picture that is already probably added time to your somewhat time but what happens is I, and I'm going off of my past experience when I was first starting out I've decided now's the time this sight picture is acceptable pull a trigger twice yeah and you tense up Mm-hmm. And so when you tense up, every part of your body is tense, right? You probably, you probably come up a little bit and you're, you're, you know, you're off your, on your toes. I don't know, but the most likely is your right hand. If, that's, if you're right-handed, if you're correct handed, your right hand probably over tenses. And I guarantee you at minimum, you've got some low and left shots. Then you've probably not only that, but you probably also decided that you were ready to move on from that target as soon as you decided to start pulling the trigger. So then you probably start spraying yeah drag off dragging off and then you're probably dragging on too so and you probably got one in between some targets i guarantee it uh so yeah most people in some ways probably don't understand what at least they understand it maybe the best they can at that level because the better you get the more long the longer you do stuff i think you're understanding um it's through experience gets better and you you see more hear more understand more process more um but yeah pushing For most people, I don't think is the right way to do it. Now, if you're down one stage to go and you know the only way you can win this is if you like just let it rip, maybe you can justify pushing because if it doesn't go your way, maybe you still second or you still didn't win, right? But you don't want to go from second to third or from second to eighth, and um, not having your head right in the right place will cost you a lot. It did. It cost me a lot. 2019 cost me probably. Uh, Eight positions.
0: So, okay. I don't like I don't like putting classifications on stuff. But Ben, let me put you on the spot. If you're in B class or C class, even though you understand pushing is a calculated risk on specific targets, do you think that is like for the middle of the road competitor? Is that something you would advise? I mean, you
1: know the answer. It doesn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) You know, know (laughs) yeah. I mean, you know the
1: answer. They're listening. They're like, oh, yeah. Maybe that's. It's kind of like. You know, it's like any C-class shooter that wants to work on, like, really complicated, nuanced movement techniques. It's like, yeah, you can do that, but that's that's not really going to help you. That's If you're in C-class, that's not your problem.
0: Like, So, same man, as
1: knowing when to push. If you're in C-class, it's not your problem. If you even have it's that thought, not,
2: you're wrong in C-class.
0: <laughs> even when I was in, like, M-class, like, my idea of pushing or what I thought would have been a calculated risk on a target... Might not have been accurate. So that's
2: what, that's what I was just saying.
0: Yeah. I mean, what you think, you know,
2: when you don't have the experience to grow, you, you don't really know what you're talking about. It's like anything else in life. I mean, we all thought we knew what we were talking about when we were teenagers, and then we realize now how smart our parents were. It's the same thing. Yes. And in fact, if you're a C class, um, I will give you the secret to success in C class, um, in B class. If Tell you me. just go out there and you just can keep your shit together and mm-hmm. you don't have a dumpster fire, meaning you just say, hey, if you if, you're, if your goal for every shot in, in the match in C-class, if your C-class is when the sight or dot is where it needs to be, pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. I promise you that will yield you better results than pushing on stages, deciding that you're going to step it up and shoot faster than your buddy on the stage cuz he shot he burned it down and you're going to shoot a second faster. If you can just get through it without and minimize mistakes, you're going to probably win C class.
0: Well, I don't like having too much story time. And I have A class. Yeah, I have a story that I think is a little bit relevant. So this past year, I'm at a match and I know exactly what the score is. They're updating the scores. I guess it wouldn't be tough to figure out, but they're uh they I know exactly what the scores are. I'm competing against some people in my you know, like skill range, I suppose you'd say. And of this group, I want to beat these guys. And I know exactly what the score is. And I'm, uh, now I don't remember, it was up or down like two match points and we are going to the last stage. And going into the last stage of the match, I'm up first on this stage. And it was either up or down by two points uh, against this person that's very close to to where I'm at. I want to do well, I'm up first. I look at this stage, this is a stage that plays to my skills. Like, this is a stage for me. So I have options. I'm thinking about it, man. I could push just a little bit on something that I'm pretty strong at, and maybe that gives me a better chance to beat these guys. And maybe I just shoot it comfortably, and maybe my comfortable isn't good enough. Maybe these guys beat me. And, like, me at my, like, right now today where I'm at, what I decided to do, don't do anything stupid. I'm just going to shoot the targets. Like, me right now where I'm at. Like, let these guys worry about doing better. It's going to be a strong stage for me. I'm just going to shoot the targets. Nothing stupid. I shot it. It was uneventful. You know, being first in the stage, no idea what the rest are going to do. I had a fine score. It turned out I got the end result of that match that I wanted. But it was like, if I would have pushed, who knows what would have happened. Even though it was something that was strong for me. Like, that just, I don't see that playing out. Like, I just don't. So, like, regardless of skill level, like, don't push. Don't do anything dumb just shoot the targets, let somebody else worry about winning it. And then somebody else sees me put up a solid run and that puts pressure on them. Cause yeah. now they're like, man, now I saw that. Like they already know what the score is. Now, if they want to beat that, now they have to decide if they're going to push or not. So. I like it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Like just don't do anything stupid. But uh, <laughs> another quick <laughs> story, Ben, do you remember we were at a match a couple years ago? And it was midway through the match, and I was gonna, I was gonna have a bright idea and pull ahead. And Ben looked at me, and it was like eye to eye contact. And it was like I was just about ready to like make ready. He goes, "Are you about to do anything stupid?" I at
1: Wait, well, what were you, what were you gonna do?
0: I was gonna push, I think a bit. He <laughs> don't know, but he was gonna push. <laughs> I was gonna see what was I, was stu- I was talking about. And yeah, and Ben looked at me. He's like, "Are you about to do anything stupid?" And I looked back. and I'm like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, good. Don't." He's like, "Just shoot the targets." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Like I snapped out of this, like, like this days I was in, and I think like that I was the right. match. I bet you do. It was a very it was hot, hot match, there, wasn't it? It was a very hot match. Yeah. It was about halfway through. The match is going favorably for me, and I'm like, well, if it's going, be- if it's going good, let's make it even better. Like better'd be better than good, right? I was like, no, don't. Yeah. Like just, just shoot the targets. Don't do anything crazy. Um. So what about throttling back? Let's say you have a comfortable lead. You know, people like to talk about this stuff. This works under the premise that you actually know yes, what the score is So properly. you're winning by so much
1: that you, yes. can t- you can take a little bit less risk and you can shoot confirmation three on a couple, you know, iffy partial targets instead of, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to do anything silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, if you're winning by that much, yes, you can do this. It's not a very most people will not find themselves in this position yeah. in our sport believe it or not
0: how often does that position happen ben is i'm guessing it's pretty <laughs> pretty irregular is that fair to say
1: it's it's very infrequent most people don't understand the scoring to the point where even if they are way ahead they don't understand the scoring enough to so they know what to do
0: yeah or if you miscalculate and it turns out it was neck and neck and you decide, yes. like, oh, I'm neck and neck with Ben Steger yeah, on this match. Right. I'm I just going to ease off the gas a little bit.
1: Like, the the last with the last Nationals I shot, I went into the last day with, like, a 50-point lead. Which, obviously, meant, okay, I'll throttle back. But that, that, to me, means math. It's like, hey, you have seven stages here. Uh, you can, you know, if you lose an average of seven match points per stage, you're still going to win the match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you start to... Math, that becomes very, very challenging for people to to overcome that lead.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not only that, you, you, the match has to be – got to know where you're at. Uh, Nationals last year, there was three zones, and if I remember correctly well, – I, I mean, look, if
1: you're super squatted, you're going to be in
2: – Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, gonna okay. The then you're going to be all together. Okay, so there, there you go. There's different. But for most people, they're not, and so you don't need to think about that. That goes back to my thing, whereas you need to shoot the stage – at a reasonable match, uh, performance, you know, to, to get a reasonable match performance out of it. You don't want to go, you don't want to go into turtle mode, but you dang sure don't want to go crazy and just hope that you were so fast that it outweighs and, and you wouldn't see class that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Like I said, I don't think, I mean, even, at even like, you know, at a, at an upper level, Like, I don't, I would not always say with certainty that I know exactly what the scores are unless I see, like, you know, the app like refreshed. Otherwise, trying to guess where you think you're at or where you think somebody else might be, it's like, man, don't do that. Just, like, just continue to do what you're doing, especially if it's going well. Um, Another topic I want to bring up that it seems like I see a lot of fluctuation with is breaking for lunch. So you're midway through the match or it's, or it's maybe it's the second day, maybe it's between days, whatever. But, I feel like people either make a turn for better or worse, like either they rally and they like after lunch or on the second day, they really go great. Or I've seen, you know, a really good first day or morning turn into a tailspin after lunch or on the second day. What do you guys think? What's like what's the play? Uh,
1: I don't I don't like eating lunch typically, especially if it's hot. So I'm not big on, I don't want to eat a big lunch, just nibble on some stuff, some fruit, some nuts, eat that, sit, relax, go to the next stage I'm supposed to be at and wait there. I mean, that's what I prefer to do because that keeps me engaged with what's happening. It's like, okay, this is the next stage, can take a look at it, whatever. Um, I think that's the best play rather than going and smashing a bunch of barbecue for an hour and then waddling back out to your stage. It's like, oh, that's just not for me.
0: Jason, is that your MO also? What do you just,
1: yep. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. Uh, some people like go to like, want to go take a nap in their car, sit in the air conditioner or something, unless it's like just excessively hot.
1: Go sit in the air
0: conditioning. Sure. Yeah. Even if it's not hot, you would probably want to get in the shade, but yeah, Yeah. get in, get in the shade, hang out with my friends, have something to continue to hydrate, have like Ben saying something to snack on fruit, trail mix, whatever. Um, But I just kind of like, I still, I normally even leave my gear on. I'm still thinking about the match and where I'm at. I'm not super, I wouldn't say I'm super checked out where I'm thinking about, you know, playing video games that night or, you know, worry about some other garbage. But then I'm also not so focused that I'm like tightly wound up thinking about the next stage either. So I'm still at the match. I probably pretty much just leave my gear on, but I'm just kind of, kind of just relaxed and just, you know, I'm ready to roll again. Do you guys think that's fair? Yeah. Yep. And then from like the day one to day two, uh, I think sometimes people overanalyze the scores or stress out. We're like Jason's saying, you lose too much sleep. And then he's already got this game plan for me. I'm going to put the throttle down tomorrow or, you know, whatever. And I was like, man, just like relax a little bit. Go hang out with your friends, whatever you're going to do. But I think people get a little too, a little too spun up. I think sometimes, honestly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Okay, what about the final few stages? Pressure's on. Maybe you know where the scores are. Push. Push, go nuts, right?
1: Well, I think the bigger issue for most people is to stay engaged. And, you know, if you follow your process, do your walkthroughs properly, do your visualizations, don't get distracted with all this other shit happening. You know, you got to stick with it that that's where I really see most people messing up and including me, that's been where I've, I've made mistakes it's where
0: I'm not staying engaged. And I'm glad you said that. Uh, yes. normally where like the heats really maybe getting to me more. I'm getting hot at the end of the match. And I kind of just, I don't visualize something as well as I should, or I take something for granted. Then I've had last stages where I thought it should have been really easy. And then when I shot it, it just wasn't, it wasn't as easy. I thought, I thought it was going to be, I mean, it wasn't, Maybe I checked out a little bit, maybe I didn't visualize, but it was like I was just, you know, maybe not giving up, but not, not focused to the level that I should have been.
2: Yeah, I mean, I made some notes. I'm actually trying to find them on my phone here, take away from Nats. Uh, something I caught myself doing after Nationals last year, and then I realized I had pretty much done it all year. Um, if you find yourself in the day going, hey, there's only three stages left. You're not going to be staying engaged. You know what I'm saying? If you're sitting there mm-hmm. thinking that way, because it, it's hard. You're like, you've shot six stages, nine stages. I don't know how many ever stages you've shot, but now your you, your back's are, back's a little tight. You know your knees, whatever. I'm old, mm-hmm. so. Um, but if you're if you're thinking about being done with two stages or three stages left, you might want to try to get back on track and get back into.
0: Focusing on each stage. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Um, all right. So you shoot the you shoot the last stage of the match, uh, like the fireworks go off or they throw confetti or whatever, you know, there's a parade, whatever. Um like what's what's closing thoughts, guys? Like everybody wants to talk about all the nonsense. You know, I think we've kind of discussed well it seems like good.
1: Here's your job. Your job is this train, build your skills. Develop a mental process. Go to the stage. Break down the stages. Visualize the stages. Shoot the stages. That's your job. You know, you just keep doing your job until the match is done, and then, you know, whatever. I don't. Who gives a shit after that?
0: It's that simple. I agree. Um, and I feel. I mean, this like stuff's fun to talk about. You know, pushing or what does pushing look like? Because I'm like I'm a fan. Ben, tell me about this. It's cool. But when I go to a match, like, I'm not going to push. I'm not going to do anything crazy. Like, just stay in control. Shoot the targets. Let somebody else worry about pushing ahead to win. Maybe somebody has is really fast, and they push for a bit. And at some point, they're going to train wreck, and you'll pass them anyway. So, like, uh, like, <laughs> like, when I was explaining watching Jason shoot a match, he just rolls through. I don't really see any highs. I don't really see any lows. What, what I'm looking at, it looks uneventful where he's just rolling through winning all these stages. But I mean it in the sense that he's not like trying extra hard or doing anything crazy. He's just going to the match and doing what he already knows how to do.
1: Yeah. 100%. That's the way to do it.
0: Consistency. I like it. Follow well, the guys, process. Doesn't matter. I like it a lot. Guys, as the saying goes, I think this was a bang up podcast.
1: I think it was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, Training group people, I'll have a couple videos, of course, to link in the show notes. And if you have any questions, put them below.
1: Thank you for listening to Training Group Live. Stay up to date at practicalshootingtraininggroup.com or pstg.us for short. If you have a question or a comment, head to the Training Group Live section of the forum. Remember, the best questions turn into show topics. If you aren't a member of PSTG, we hope today is the day we earn your subscription. And with that, Train frequently, train hard, but most of all, train smart.